Welcome to the Hot Takes Podcast, where we're always seeking to be humble, open, and transparent. We have another great one for you today, so please be ready to be inspired, encouraged, and ready to take action. Here we go. Buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. Welcome once again to the Hot Takes Podcast, where we're always seeking to be humble, open, and transparent. So once again, you know I always bring you the best, the brightest, and the most gifted people to this podcast. I like to think so myself. I'm a little biased, but today is no exception. We have Carissa here to drop knowledge, drop those golden nuggets on you. So Carissa, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for showing up for us today. Tell the people who you are and where you're from and what you do. Hi, thank you so much for having me on here. It's such an honor and privilege. I'm Carissa Quadi, and I live with my husband in Phoenix, Arizona, where it's been 116 pretty much all summer. But nonetheless, we stay inside and we enjoy our air conditioning. I am super passionate about helping women overcome money struggles and gain financial peace with a biblical perspective so that they can handle money with confidence, they can take care of their family's needs, and they can have peace of mind and make an impact. And so I, I'm just thrilled to be here. Now, that phrase, financial peace, sounds really familiar to me. Uh, it sounds like Dave Ramsey, if you... So Dave Ramsey has very much influenced me yeah. and helped me in my journey, and I... But I have also experienced the peace that comes from not having nice. any payments. And so, I mean, really, it's his his coined phrase, but yeah. there's no better way to say it besides no. financial peace. I love it. I love it because uh, me and my wife, several years ago, um, a church we were going to uh, got introduced to the financial peace curriculum um, because we got goals. And, and it's funny how when you think about money, and you begin to respect it as a resource, you really start like, where is it going? And I think it was several years ago, we understood it because military background, trying to be frugal and all that good stuff. But to understand how much we could keep into in our house if we got rid of these other things. And so it just kind of transformed the way we process information, particularly around the resource of money. So when you are working with people what are some things that come up in, in your discussions with them as you're trying to talk through their goals and initiatives? A lot of times I work mainly with women, but a lot of times women will say they can't do this. Um, they feel like they're a failure and that comes from either messages or family has told them or, or, you know, mistakes that they've made. And, hey, we've all made mistakes. I don't know about you, but I know I certainly have. And they get stuck there and feel like they can't overcome that, that the debt is always going to be there, that they're never going to have enough savings. And that just is really discouraging and just overwhelming for these women. And so that comes up a lot. Another thing comes up is that they feel like they're trying all the things and they're not making any progress and they're disappointing their family. They feel like a failure which I can totally relate to because I used to feel the same way. But again, it's something that you don't have to stay there. Mm -hmm. What I have found is all you need is a simple plan that works, a proven plan that works and that you can follow. 
And it's just small little steps that you can do today that actually change your finances today, but more importantly, change your finances for the future. Yeah. It, and, it, and I love that around the addressing the, the I can'ts and, and the, the other head cheese and craziness that goes on within ourselves and the limiting beliefs that we, we talk to ourselves around. What, what caused you to get into this work? Well, it started out in the grocery store. I'm right next to the chocolate chips and the flour and I'm struggling to hold back tears because I had just counted up my grocery card again and realized I was overspending once more. I mean, like I was newly married. I was, you know, the sole provider for my family. And I was just like, why can't I do this? I was so frustrated with myself and I, I felt like a failure, like I mentioned before. And it was just so overwhelming. I mean, we both brought in debt. I had my car loan. He had his student loans and his credit cards, but it fell upon me because I was the sole provider putting my husband through school. And all this money, budgeting stuff, totally stressed me out, supporting my family. And I was just overwhelmed because I, I felt like I was a failure. But somewhere in the middle of all that chaos, Lawrence, I had the small little dream to see my husband graduate debt-free. Now, I had no idea how we were even going to do that because that meant paying off the debt, which was 20% of my small income. It was trying to figure out how to pay for school so that we didn't incur any more debt. And I had no idea how we were going to do it. So I stumbled along the best I could uh, for about two years. And then I looked up and I realized if we could come up with a couple hundred dollars, we would be debt free by the end of the day. So I had my husband come in, it was his student loan, made him hit the submit payment. And as I watched those numbers drop to zero, I didn't realize that that moment on March 17th, 2010 would be a defining moment in my entire life. Now, there was immediate peace of mind as I was heading into a slow work period without the debt, but I was still stressed out about money still scared about it and so at that point I'm like okay something's got to give because I can't live like this all stressed out about money so I really dove deep into figuring out how to manage money wisely I did it from the bible because that's how I run my life and I started applying these tips that I learned and I saw that they were working for me I, I was able to start overcoming my fear of money and then over the next few years turn up turn around and save up $79,775 to pay wow. cash for the rest of my husband's education. But this moment was actually another moment, a defining moment because uh, friends and family were like, Carissa, how on earth did you pay off your debt in less than two years? How are you paying cash for school? Like, help me. And so I started sharing with them what I learned and the tips not only worked for me, they were working for them. Yeah. And so at that point, I just really dedicated my life to helping other women who are where I was, scared and stressed out about money to help them simplify it and reclaim that peace of mind that they crave. Wow. 
that is huge um just from a mindset perspective of just just chipping away at it right because most of us like all right we want to take care of it now i want to take care of everything instead of again it's it's the old statement and old phrase of how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time and you just got to keep chipping away at it and i and i love just you uh, you going head first and you leaning into those things that like no this this is not a truth for me i'm going to stand on this word and and you became an active participant and a living epistle like you like you literally was like all right i'm gonna walk this thing out and people are going to see me as doing what this book says and i love doers i love love doers because in this season that we live in of covid of, of social justice of all this other stuff what are you modeling what are you being um so that people can see you as that salt and that light in the earth and and so when you talk to these women um and again understanding it's fear understanding sometimes mindset um but what are some things that you want to address first with them outside of fear outside of uh, some other mindset things what are some things that are really fundamental that you go to first well i have three things that i really teach on that have eliminated money fear for me and i just want to share it with my women because again you know i live what i teach and so this is what i know but the first thing is having an intentional plan for your money is incredibly powerful now can I tell you a quick thing? I used to think budgeting was taking my receipts after yeah. I come home from shopping and throwing them on my desk until it was this huge pile of crumpled white receipts falling <laughs> onto the floor. Then I spent all day Saturday trying to figure out what these faded numbers said and where my money had gone for who knows how long. I'd be in tears. My husband would avoid me. <laughs> and like this was so stressful. But what I realized was this is not budgeting. And I feel like that's the mindset of what we all think when we hear the word budget. Yep. But a budget really is an intentional plan for your money where you're in charge. Mm -hmm. You tell your money where to go before the month begins. Mm -hmm. And over the years, I have kind of developed a prioritized budget, which I love. I think it's super simple to set up and it's easy to stick to. And it starts with your income and you subtract all of your expenses and you guys don't worry about taking notes because I do have a free worksheet for you there that you goes go. over this. So uh, that's at changeyourfinances.com slash boss. So oh, yeah. don't worry about taking notes, you know, right now while I'm explaining it. But you want your income to subtract all of your expenses, including your debt, uh, payments, your savings goals, whatever you have. And you want to come out with a balance of zero. But what I have found was like, this is the turning point for me from hating budgets to actually now loving to talk about them mm -hmm. is putting four things first. And those four things are food, lights and water, housing, and transportation. Because when those things are taken care of, you can breathe. Yeah. Families' needs are taken care of. And that gives you the ability to, whether it's tackling debt, whether it's changing a career, whatever you have going on, now you have the energy, you have the motivation and the mind space to be able to deal with all of that because your family's needs are taken care of. So that's number one. That's the first thing. Mm -hmm. The second thing is money does not have to be stressful. 
I, we've all had money stress. I don't know a single person who has not been touched by money stress. So you're not alone, first of all, but it's all, so what causes money stress? Not having a clue where it's going. And it's coming in and you're scrambling to pay for that bill that's coming up and you're trying to come up with money and you always feel like you don't have enough. Uh, the second thing is just not having a plan. And you, you, I mean, it's always like a fire you're putting out. You're always, you know, it's always chaotic. And so that's stressful. But another thing that's stressful is not making the progress that you want to on paying down the debt or saving money, whatever your money goals are. And when you feel like you're stuck and you're spinning your wheels, again, that causes a lot of money stress. So to get rid of those, again, use that intentional plan, that budget that I keep talking about, but also it realizes small, simple steps that anyone can do, that you can change your finances today. Uh, it changes your relationships because when you're not stressed about money, everybody is happier. And it also changes your future. So it's simple, small steps that anyone can do. All you need is just a plan. And what I've realized is a, a lot of people, they feel like they have gotten, maybe they've had bad role models in the past. So you just really didn't know what to do. That was my story. I did it. I was so stressed out because I simply did not know what I was doing and how to do it. But if you have a simple plan of action, like it all changes. So that's step number, two, or that's my second thing. Do you want me to keep going, or do you have any questions? Uh, let me unmute myself, because I was getting excited. I'm over here with my pen, and I'm right. getting some points. No, keep keep rolling. No, they. I'm sure they will have all kind of questions on the post, so keep it all rolling. All right, we'll keep going. I like to pause once in a while, because I know sometimes <laughs> I what I say brings up questions, and so I want to yeah. address them before I just keep going, because mm -mm. no, I can I'm, talk yeah, all I'm day. Saving, I'm saving mine. All right. So the third thing that really helped transform money fear into confidence for me was to realize that God has given each of us a gift and it's a gift that he wants us to use. But too often money struggles when you're struggling to pay the rent and make sure you have enough money for groceries that last week of the month, when you're trying to do all these things and pay down all the debt that never seems to go away. That holds you back from being able to live who, who, you, who you are and what your gift is. And I'm not necessarily saying you need to get all your finances in order so you can just give all this money away. I'm not saying that. Mm -hmm. I think generosity is super important. But when you are taking care of your family's needs, when you're not stressed about money, when you have room to breathe, you can share your gifts. You can go help somebody else with the gifts that you have. You can make a difference in your community. And it's all of this thing, this is what makes me so excited is because I'm not just changing your numbers. I'm working with you to change your numbers, but in doing so, you change as a person. You're able to be confident. You're able to not stress about it. And that changes you and your family Again, like I said, when you're not stressed about money, everybody is happier. So it instantly improves your relationships, but then just the ripple effect of your friends being like, 
what's going on? Like, how, how are you doing all this stuff? And you're able to help them and you're able to use your gifts and make an impact in your community. Like the ripple effect is incredible. And so I'm really after that whole transformation, not just about getting your bank account into black. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love the, particularly just the, the holistic part of it, but then you're number three, right? And I believe when you have all these other stressors, right, of, of the four things that you need to take care of first, right? It's the Maslow hierarchy of need, right? It's level one. If these basic needs aren't met, that stress and that refocusing of energy goes to that basic need. Mm-hmm. And, and just to get that off the table as, as something like, okay, needs are met. Okay, now let's think about it in a different way and getting to that number three of the realized gift of God. Like, what are you supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. with the gift of you, the gift of life inside of you? And I believe that's the part that that gets a lot of people off target is they chase Chase got to pay this bill. Chase got to get the receipts, pay Chase all this stuff. And so they get off of the natural intent of what you're supposed to be for the kingdom, Um, which which I love focused attention and focused energy. So that's why that, that first, your number one intentional plan for your money. Like you tell your money where to go. Like, I, I love that one right there because I'm always telling my coaching clients was like, okay, what's, what's the intention behind that action? Because if you don't lead with that, like, where's, what's the intention of you doing something? Because if you don't understand that in its most basic and simplest form, then why are you doing it? Right. Well, and that brings up another point Mm -hmm. that so many people are like, I think a budget is going to make me not have any fun, never Mm -hmm. go out to eat, quit shopping. And I just want to tell you a myth. Oh, I mean, that's a myth, but like, Being in control of your money, you get to decide what's important to you. So eating out, I don't eat out very often because I like to cook and I'm a pretty good cook if I say so myself. (laughs) So that's not important to my family. So we don't have much money in that category, Mm -hmm. but there's other things that we do. And so my finances will be completely different from yours. If eating out as a family is something that's important to you, all I'm and whatever it is, all I'm saying is put a dollar number on it. This is how much we're going to spend this month and then go and then enjoy it. Yeah. Regardless of, you know, what you're working on, if you've already budgeted for it, you can enjoy spending that money. Uh, you don't have to be deprived. You don't have to feel like you never get a break. You never have that release. You can still have that. And I think that's healthy you know, yeah. of course, reasonable with all your numbers and everything. You want to make sure that everything else is paid for that you need to, but sure, go ahead and enjoy it. Good. good. I, I love, I love this, this type of work because it has, and, and you talk about the ripples that somebody who's whole in this area can have on their community, but just the self-esteem ripples, like, I don't want people to not just listen over you getting very descriptive of how much that can do for yourself and Mm -hmm. the the internal part of you, the awareness, the consciousness of, man, I I was kind of lagging in an area. I was kind of, I was agitated. I was those ripples of you now being a better person because Mm -hmm. the stress is gone from the way you were processing life in that scarcity mindset because there wasn't enough the, the mm-hmm. money wasn't there and so for you to 
talk about it as that resource and give it intention of, hey, you go there, you go there. We Nope, you don't need to go there. Let's pull you back and, and begin to that control, that self-control, that discipline, um, I believe is huge, huge, huge element of how we see money. Um, mm -hmm. And when, when you really go have to go deep with someone um, as it pertains to where the buckets, right? What, what do you, what's one thing that you, you have to have a client be like, all right, you need, you need a, you need a moment to, is this the right way to go? Like, what does that look like when you have to pull that, that client off the edge of it, but it really needs to go there and you're looking at them like, God, that's not where it needs to go. Like, how does that conversation go for you? Well, I really encourage women or anybody to really look at the goals that they have and the dreams that they have for them, for their families, for their life. Because when you include that emotional part, it makes such a difference. If you're just saving money, just to save money, you're gonna give up after month two because you're not making enough progress. But when you can dream, and so I always say, okay, focus on one dream at a time. Why do you wanna get out of debt? Is it because you want to take that vacation you haven't taken in five years with your family and make memories with them while you still can? Is it you want to buy a beach house on, on you know, your retirement beach house? What is it that you're focusing on? And then to talk them off that ledge, I like to make that visual. And so I say, put it on your fridge, put a picture of what that, that dream looks like for you. You know, let's, let's just use the beach house. Put a picture of a beach house on the fridge and put one in your wallet right next to your cards. Because when you're at Target, Walmart, whatever, Amazon, you're pulling out your card and you look at that picture that's right there, then you can say, is this purchase needed? And if it's not, if it's a want, that's fine. But understand as I'm making that purchase, if it's a want, that means my beach house dream is going to be pushed out a little bit. So you can also say like, oh, you know what? I, this, this really, you know, the snack run at QT is not something that's gonna, not something I'm feeling right now. You put up those things back. And then I like to do is, hey, if you were going to spend that money, just immediately transfer it to savings or your holding account to paying off debt or putting more to savings, whatever it is. And then you have that money that you've instantly put towards that money dream and you can reach it faster. I absolutely love that. I, I, for those that are going to be on YouTube, I just wrote myself a little hot pink sticky. Is it needed <laughs> um, to go inside of my wallet? Because we, we have some family goals and we have some other things and I'm going to stick this next. I love the visuals. I mm -hmm. love that. Just that trigger of okay keep the main thing the main thing mm -hmm. what are you saying you really have as a family goal as a personal goal and then set yourself up for success with little triggers i, mm -hmm. I love that uh, because again having cash was a new thing for me like to have it in my wallet it was like okay if you don't have it don't spend it mm -hmm. and then just like it don't stay away get the cards out it remove them out from being an option um mm -hmm. man you we you probably go for hours um just giving tips and tricks to people but i want them to personally connect with you how can people connect with you Clarissa? Cl 
Carissa. I was about to call you Clarissa. Carissa, how can people connect with you? You can find me at changeyourfinances.com and get that worksheet at changeyourfinances.com slash boss. That's my free gift to you mm -hmm. guys. But I'm also on Instagram and Facebook at changeyourfinances. And so you can find me there. But I also want to encourage you, if mm -hmm. you're uh, wanting to reach out and you're concerned about money and money stressful, you have a question, whatever, actually reach out to me via DM or send me an email. I love to connect with women to help them, you know, get over that hurdle and also to let you know that you're not alone, but I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader and I'll walk with you through every step of the way. So definitely reach out, but I would love to share one of the proudest moments of my entire life. Do you have time for that? Yeah, we sure do. So one of the proudest moments of my entire life, I'm sitting there in the crowded stands, air horns are blowing, and I'm watching my husband walk across that stage in his cap and gown, completely debt-free. Oh we had, I was so proud of him, so proud of us, because we were able to pay off all that debt, and we were able to save up all that money and pay cash for the rest of the school. And then along the way, and I, I do have to attribute all of this to what God has given us the ability to mm -hmm. do. But along the way, I went from being totally scared and stressed out about money to being able to confidently handle it with peace of mind. And I'm not someone special. What I've done, like really just takes a system and it takes a simple plan and it's something that anyone can do. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by all of this, I totally hear you. I've been there too, but mm. I want to challenge you. I want to lay down a challenge and just challenge you guys to think about what you want to do in this life and think about your family and your family's needs and goals are important and that's honorable to take care of. And I want you to make a bigger fear, the fear of still being stuck, still stressed out, still overwhelmed and still just hating money and let that fear drive you into figuring out how to handle money. If you need help, I'm happy to help you, but you can overcome those fears. You can have confidence and you can have a simple plan to follow. You don't have to stay stuck. Love it. Absolutely love it. That is, that is an awesome testimony. So thank you, Carissa, for sharing your gift, sharing your knowledge and your understanding uh, with personal experiences and examples, uh, because I believe that is the biggest motivator in that itself is it's, it's something about our brains. We need to see someone and be connected to someone else that's done it. Mm -hmm. as a reality and not this far off dream. Um, so thank you so much for telling your story and being humble, being open and being transparent with us today. So until next time, folks, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in today to this episode of Hot Takes. Please be sure to explore the library for other amazing interviews. Until next time, actions over ideas always win.